Welcome back once again to Talking with Tech presented by Speech Science. My name is Lucas Stuber and I'm joined once again by my friend Rachel Madel. How are you, Rachel? I'm really good. It's Friday. <laughs> That's right. Oh, it's Friday. That makes me a little happy, although I'm one of, uh, I think, many professionals in our field that pretty much work seven days a week. So, Yeah, um, that's the same for me, actually. <laughs> so tell us a little about, you did a, um, a really fascinating interview with, uh, you know, an app that you've worked on also, and I'd like to hear about it a little bit. Yeah, so I interviewed Kevin Shia. He uh, created an augmented reality app to help children with autism learn social skills. And him and I connected, I guess it was like six months ago now, when he was in the development process of his app. And he really wanted a speech and language standpoint because he realized the potential of this technology. And his wife is a psychologist, which is, you know, he kind of talks about in the interview how that motivated him. Um, so yeah, I just kind of gave some insight into language development. Uh, I suggested that he really capitalize on the animations in his app for uh, teaching verbs, because you know, as as us SLPs know, it's really hard to teach abstract concepts like verbs. So having you know a real life animated character do those animations is really helpful, and yeah. really it helps kind of solidify that. Well, and that sort of plays into like a broader theme about, you know, using materials and tools that are, you know, really motivating for the population that we work with, right? So we talked to, to Pearson recently about how they've been so successful with their iPad assessment, you know, relative to the paper assessments. Um, you know, what do you think, is, is, there a, is there a consequence to this? Like, well, are we reinforcing, you know, screen time in ways that parents would be unhappy with? Or what does that look like? Um, you know, I just feel like kids, we're living in a digital world. Kids are really motivated by technology. They're used to it. It's everywhere. So I, I feel like we, at some level, have to follow where the motivation is. And, and usually that, that ends in technology. Um, and I actually have had the privilege of using uh, Kevin's app with some of my caseload, and they love it. They are so excited to, you know, when I get this, this merge cube out, they're like, oh, like, you know, is, are these the characters that come out of the cube? Like they are. Um, and, you know, and it doesn't always have to be a 100% technology either. I, I often use the cube when I'm reading stories. So I'll read a story and I'll use the cube as a way to kind of supplement um, what I'm doing in that specific activity as a way to kind of keep reinforcements high, keep engagement high. Um, sometimes I'll do like a sensory movement break with the cube where we get up and we roll it around. And um, so I just, it doesn't have to be one or the other, but I do think that it's really important to find those things that kids are motivated by. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. And I'm really curious to see also what's on the cusp here because we have, you know, all these augmented reality apps that are, that are coming out and I can visualize things like automatic overlays of social stories or, you know, directions that, you know, warnings not to cross the street without looking, <laughs> like, you know, all issues that I've sort of had to, to work through with my students that, um, you know, a lot of that could be automated. I don't know. Are we going to be out of a job? Uh-oh. <laughs> Hopefully not. Um, no, but, you know, we, Kevin and I spoke a little bit about the future and what that looks like. Um, at ASHA, actually, I was helping him out at his his stand kind of doing some demos and talking about the app and I had a autism starter pack that I was giving away with one of my communication boards on it and you know we were talking about it he was like we could take this communication board and we could you know animate it and I was like wow what a great idea you know you you you, you touch the word go and then all of a sudden you know you see somebody going somewhere you know yeah sure action. 
And we, yeah. I mean, there are some companies that, that are that are doing things like that or some that are starting to in terms of, you know, words that represent verbs moving and things like that. Um, but I think people have thought through it just in, in terms of that being less cognitively complex rather than that being engaging, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's fun to, I mean, I'd love to have AAC devices and other stuff that, you know, uses things that kids are really excited about. Um, I mean, that's the, that's the name of the game. If we don't get kids excited, they're not going to want to communicate with us. Yeah, right. I, somebody told me once, and I, I, I love this advice, that um, if you want anything that you do to generalize out into the, the actual you know, lived experiences of a child, that you need to basically be a 12-year-old boy at all times. And so <laughs> that's I, easy for you, Lucas. It is. That's basically <laughs> what I am. So, Well, without further ado, um, let's go ahead and, and hear from Kevin. Well, this episode of Talking With Tech is brought to you by Audible, and I am always excited when I'm able to talk about a company that I'm actually really passionate about. And let me tell you, Audible has saved me a lot of sanity as I commute around between different clinical sites. I bet that's true for a lot of you uh, as well. Um, so we got a pretty cool deal. Um, if you sign up by going to audibletrial.com slash TWT, standing of course for talking with tech. That's audibletrial.com slash TWT. You'll get 30 days completely free with a book of your choice to check out. Um, there's a whole ton of books on there, but I got to tell you, the one I recommend is called The Etymologicon. Um, it's the Etymologicon is by Mark Forsyth, uh, narrated by Don Hagen, who's actually also great. And uh, if that sounds really nerdy, and it is a little bit nerdy, um, just wait until you find out what uh, poppycock means in Dutch, or uh, perhaps pumpernickel, um, and you will understand that it's actually, it's, it's really not so nerdy after all. I don't know if I would teach those words to your students, but again, I highly recommend Audible. AudibleTrial.com slash TWT. We'll also have the details at tech.com speechscience.org. Uh, check it out. 30-day trial. Uh, no risk guarantee. Welcome back to Speech Science. I'm your host, Rachel Madel, joined today by Kevin Chaya. Kevin is the CEO and founder of the company Color Black that just released a new app called Moment. It's an augmented reality app that helps children with autism learn social skills. He's a former executive at Sony Entertainment. And full disclosure, Kevin and I know each other because when he was in the process of creating his app, I helped him to support the speech and language components of the app. Kevin, so happy you could join us today. Thank you very much, Rachel. That was a very good intro. Thank you, thank you. Well, you're doing amazing <laughs> things, so I had to make sure everybody knows that. Thank um, you. So let's get started first. Mm -hmm. I want you to tell our listeners, what is augmented reality? Well, augmented reality is kind of like putting like computer vision into your real life um, scenario. So, you know, we just got a big dose of virtual reality, which is, you know, you're putting to a headset in HMD and you're kind of like engulfed in this com computer generated world where augmented reality is this like what I tell everyone is like everyone's played Pokemon Go, but it's the next step forward on that is putting computer imagery into the real life world. So it's your real world is pretty much augmented. Yeah. And you know what I like to tell people? Because people ask me that all the time. Because um, people know what virtual reality is, right? It's like, oh, oh the headsets, like I get it. Right. But augmented reality, people are like, what? Um, they know it has something to do with virtual reality and technology, but they don't exactly know. But another thing that I liken it to is the Snapchat filters. You know, when you're right. taking a picture on Snapchat and like you can, you know, hit the button and then all of a sudden you can become a puppy or like whatever it is. Exactly uh, that. It's, yeah, it's changing like the real world. And, you know, it's what it, but everyone gets the basic concept of Pokemon Go, too. It's just like, yeah, you remember seeing the little Pokemon into your just on your smartphone. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just, you know, that was like the first flavor of it. But, you know, 
we've had the big old Pokemon Go crowd, the phase, and uh, that pretty much got everyone from the start. But yeah, then you mentioned Snapchat. They're like, oh, okay, we get it. We get it. <laughs> exactly. So now tell us about, uh, about Moment, your app. Um, so yes, it's, um, you alluded to it in the beginning. Um, it was, it's an augmented reality uh, tool using the uh, Merge Cube. Uh, the Merge Cube is created by uh, Merge VR themselves. Um, I actually have one right here on it as well. Mm -hmm. um, but it's a tool for autism, mental health, language, and social skills. Um, it's uh, created by my wife and I. And um, it's also now recently evidence and research-based, where we showed our uh, initial baseline data at the California Association of School Psychology uh, about a month ago. And we also have a heavy curriculum base right now, which will be white papered come December, early January, which is uh, very, very awesome news. So yeah, we're moving pretty fast. Um, my wife, um, I should say in the beginning, she's a school psychologist for the Burbank district. Um, and I'm like the engineer, uh, software guy, biz dev, whatever, everything else. Uh, <laughs> but we make a pretty good combo. And the biggest thing is like, we're able to push things on it uh, pretty fast. But yeah, we want to make sure, especially in the professional area, that it's um, research evidence and curriculum based. So we got pretty much all our bases covered. And um, you know, we'll mention a little, I'll mention a little later, but we have like a ton of stuff um, hopeful in the future as well. Yeah. So I just want to kind of give a clear picture as to what this actually looks like. Um, so first of all, I actually did a video and you can go to my website, rachelmadel.com and you can see the video there because it's, it's kind of hard to talk about. You just have to Very see hard. You you have, know? Yeah, that's what, that's what I tell people too, is, especially when I meet anyone else, I usually try to bring the cube with me and I'm just like, you know what, seeing pictures, seeing video, you got to see it in real life. And yeah. Get it, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, so it's really interesting. So the merge cube is actually just a foam cube that you can hold in your hand and you put it in front of a tablet or an iPhone, any type of technology like that. And all of a sudden characters pop out of it. That's uh, correct. And I love the the characters are very um, similar, but not identical to the Inside Out characters. So there's different emotions. Totally. Um, so yeah. So just um, the, yeah, the cube is created by Merge VR, a total separate company, but great company. They made this product. They made goggles also for kids um, around. They use age range between eight and up. Uh, but the cube was meant for like small little games. But a lot of people have kind of taken over, kind of like the same thing I did. and made some anatomy projects. Some some solar system uh, system uh, apps and I created the first professional app. And yeah, it's one of those things when I was creating it, um, I actually created the prototype of it for my wife who needed something with immersion engagement and a software platform on top of that for assessing children. And um, we got the prototype, it was put in use right away where, um, if you don't mind, I'll give you a couple of examples where the first child, the biggest th problem, uh, things with it is it's holding a tangible object right in front of like the smartphone, iPhone. So right away you got the immersion engagement, which we saw that right away, which the first test was like a kid was engaged within five seconds. And it's what do you get out of that? Which he had uh, the first child within six minutes admitted that the child felt alone uh, because he was alone, that he uh, would be alone if he didn't do what his t friends told him to be, which he was like focusing on the sad character on it. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so yeah, he alluded to it's like a peer pressure case where he said, yeah, that, that, that character's alone, uh, because he didn't do what his friends told him to do. So it's a big, um, it's a big thing where you're engaging with your answers through your subconscious. And that's where we saw the big answers out of it. But yeah, like you said, with the characters, uh, we kind of with the prototype and whatever, and we got some awesome feedback from the Burbank district from not only from psychologists, but from counselors, therapists, SLPs, OTs and whatnot. And, um, I worked with, um, I talked to Merge. I'm like, Hey, uh, you know, I need a, a developer to help me out finish the rest of it. They put me in, uh, um, in touch with a guy named Finn Staber who runs chicken waffle. And we kind of just like sat down and we became like a, a, another team from there on the development side, which is just like, Hey, I'm looking for this, this, and this. And he kind of like filled in the blanks like, Oh, I'm going to do this, been do this and this and became a great synergy there. 
Perfect. And let's talk about the app, the specifics of the app a little bit more. Um, how does it, it, there's three different things that Correct. you can do with it. So explain that to me, please. Correct. And, and, you know, um, like I tell people too, especially, um, you know, um, we just did a big exhibit at Asha convention, which, you know, you were there. Uh, but mm-hmm. the big thing is like, it's created by the professionals, you know? So I had something for, like I said, the psychologist, the therapist, the counselors, SLPs, OTs, all asking me for a little certain things. So I'm like, you know what, let me combine it all together and make different modules and have them all synergized with each other. So there's the one module for emotions, which is like the autism mental health module, which is the one with like the emotion characters on each side. And then what you can do is you engage with that character and click on it on the screen. And then you have six sub emotions to that main emotion. Um, and you have that for all six sides. The second module is like the languages, which are the actions. So there's 18 total actions with Rachel, you know, you're, uh, you, you helped with, which are doing uh, like all the emotions doing actions. Like, you know, the happy's doing throwing, running, um, kicking, and um, you have boredom that's raising his hand, sweeping, uh, actions like that. And the very last one is the social skills module, which is two random characters in the middle of the cube doing some basic um, activity, but you are supposed to explain the motion, uh, the social side of it. And there's eight different uh, sides of that as well. Yeah. And I just really love the verbs component. Um, you know, a lot of our audience is speech therapists and Mm -hmm. it's just really challenging to teach verbs. You know, they're, they're, they're not a static thing. So showing a flashcard just doesn't really do it justice. Um, so I'm always on the, on the hunt for apps where it demonstrates the action and your app takes it to the next level because, you know, it pops out of this cube. So it's like, 10 times cooler. Yeah. You know, and once again, Rachel, like, thank you for helping me out on that as well. But, um, you know, to answer that as well, it's just like, yeah, because we have this 3d object that you're able to rotate around. So you get a full different immersion from like, you know, let's take, you know, um, happy that's running, you know, instead of just looking at a 2d picture, you're now able to manipulate around. So you get that engagement immersion, be able to give different, you know, answers on it, not only from like the action itself, but also like emotion, like why is happy running? Uh, but the big thing you have like a full blown engagement where it's not just like a 2d app, which you said works great, but this is like a different, a different level to it, a different, a different feedback to the answers as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I use this with my clients a lot and it's a really great companion tool to uh, when you're reading a story, actually, I love using it when I'm reading a story because, you know, we talk about happy or the character's sad or he's angry and it's a perfect compliment because then I'll, you know, pull the cube out and be like, okay, let's find happy. Um, and we're able to kind of talk about it and connect the dots in that way, in a very visual way, uh, because we know, you know, children with autism are very visual learners oftentimes. Right. So. I just think it's it's really cool that immersion experience is really motivating for kids. And I think it's, you know, that multimodal learning, you know, you're touching something, you're hearing something, you're seeing something. Those are, um, you know, the ways that children learn best. So I think that's, that's really cool. Um, so the next thing I wanted to, you know, just touch on is how, how did you get interested in augmented reality technology and what motivated you to create something like this? Well, um, as I was serving as executive director for technology for Sony, um, I kind of was involved with everything from like, you know, VR, AR, also on the back end of like high dynamic range stuff, whatever that's, you know, TV nerd stuff. Uh, but the biggest one thing is, is that I had some virtual reality knowledge from there from contracting before. So they kind of put me in it. So I was involved with every tech involved in VR, AR, and that's my job is to learn everything. Um, so when I saw the Merge Cube, when the, those, um, um, Andrew and Franklin um, from Merge came in and kind of showed it off. I kind of saw the potential of it 
uh, just because it was something different where you actually hold in a tangible object. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the things too, I tell a lot of people from it. It's just like, I did what you're supposed to do. And I'm going to say it every single time to the day I die. I listened to my wife and when I did it, it's one of the things like, you know, I was trying to create like a, I'm not a game developer myself, whatnot. So I kind of like was coding some things up, but didn't, nothing made sense until she kind of put out the things of like some of the stuff she needs, which she needs something with engagement and immersion, you know? And Mm -hmm. um, that's what the big thing. And and that's what makes the merge cube different than any other augmented reality is like a child has to hold a physical cube in front of a smartphone, a a, a smart uh, tablet or whatnot. And that's what makes it so different. And that's why this one is like a different flavor of augmented reality, but works perfect for, especially in this field. And I also love, um, like you said, it's, it's a, it's a connective experience, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of times when you're doing virtual reality uh, or augmented reality, it's a very independent experience. Um, You know, obviously you can be engaging with avatars and things like that in the virtual world, but um, I love that, you know, it's, it's connection between me and a child still. It's not, and that's why I don't necessarily love the headsets because I think that it just takes me out of the equation, which is a problem. Right. And, and then, you know, you have it perfect on your video too, which is on my website as well, which we'll talk about at the end. Um, but, but you know, the biggest thing is, is like, how do you use it? People are like, Oh, do I need a headset or anything? I'm no, just put your phone right in front of them, have the child have the cube. And now it's a talking piece. And that's the key too, where even uh, parents have come to me and said like, Hey, Kevin, I know this is for professional comparison to you too. I'm like, yes, totally. It's there's no set rule. It's a nonlinear thing. You sit there and you just talk about emotions. Like you said, we could go up to happy, whether it be on the action side or just the regular emotion side of just like, what makes people happy? Let's talk about happy. What's makes the character on the cube happy? What makes you happy? A talking piece. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm, I'm really interested, and you know this about me, Kevin, uh, I'm really interested in how we can use these technologies to help kids, um, especially kids with autism. That's my passion. That's what I specialize in. But I think that, you know, we're just starting to, you know, realize what the potential is. And I'd love to hear your thoughts and ideas as to where, where this technology could take us. Totally. You know, it's just, it, you know, we, we could go through a ton of ideas I've had. Cause like I said, talking to people just like you, Rachel, of just like um, all these potential updates and things you can do in the future. But um, because of uh, my app being released and whatnot, I've been talking to a lot of other professionals, a lot of doctors. And when I even talked to a doctor this morning about future stuff coming out, obviously all this stuff is under NDA, but there's a ton of stuff coming down the tech field. It's really, really cool. And because of that, it's able to help out the professional education area as well. So we're seeing a big boom right now. The big thing is how do we make it where everyone can afford it? <laughs> you know, yes. so you know, the big one I've seen, there's a lot of apps and saw a lot of cool stuff and research being done on the HoloLens. And the problem is, you know, the HoloLens $3,000. Um, but, you know, I think this is a great leap forward for us. And it's just, you know, we're just starting it, you know, by the time next year, Magic Leap, Google Glass and everything else could be officially released. And there could be whole platforms already built on it. Um, so I think it's a very, very, very exciting time. And I'm, I'm just glad that I'm, you know, I'm just like a small piece of, out of a grand, you know, a grand puzzle that, that is going to solve problems. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so can we talk about a little bit, uh, and I feel like maybe your wife would be a little better to answer this, but I want to, I always want to make sure that we're touching on the implementation side. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, most of our speech therapists or most of, most of our audience rather are speech therapists. Um, how, how are they able to use this in their practice and what kinds of things that can they, can they do to utilize this technology? Totally. And, you know, you could answer this, but just basically on the, like the baseline test I, I showed you, which is literally just put your, uh, the phone, smart tab, the tablet, whatever, in front of a child, have them hold the cube, and then you talk. 
And that's the simple thing. And it's like every module is the same thing. So for, for SLPs, yeah, you obviously every module will work, but if you go to the actions one, you pick an emotion and everyone has, there's, I think there's 18 total actions on it. Um, there, uh, you know, we're probably going to, we're definitely going to add more in the future, but it's, it's the ones you sit there and talk. Like we can go back to happy again. I think in the, in the module, he's throwing, kicking and running. Mm-hmm. And you can sit there and have the child like, oh, what's Happy doing? And what's awesome too is that you can obviously just name the emotion. There's no character names, whatever, or you can make up names. It, it's all creative to the owner's intent. So if the professional can make any storyline, whatever, I'm hearing tons and tons of cool different mini games and stuff that are running. But that's the key of the whole thing is just like it's simple to set up and you just run with it. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering where people can, can get this app. So if okay. you can let us know where our listeners are able to, what's the next step? Where, how do they find you? Definitely. So um, you can buy, buy the Merge Cube. You could go on uh, Walmart or Amazon and just type in Merge Cube. It's only $15. Plus, like I said, it's, it's, like it's, it's a game for kids as well. So I think there's like three free games included. And there's more apps being released. And we're the only prof- professional app for it. Uh, we're $49.99. Uh, where you can download the app, like I said, on um, iOS and Android, but there's no licensing fees and all updates will be for free, which we have a good couple updates in the mix where I'm hoping the first update will be released come um, NASP, which is the National Association of School Psychology in February, where we're exhibiting at. So you ta- you touched on the, the price, and mm-hmm. I, I know that's kind of a... A contentious issue. Um, you know, this technology is expensive, and it really is. You know, it's it's. I think that people hear like, oh, fifty dollars for an app. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah, and you know, it, it, the the biggest thing is like, you know, the the research and everything is 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 heavy. But you know, my wife and I are fortunate enough to fund everything ourselves and do all the research and everything ourselves. But the biggest thing, so we offer in return is. You know, uh, not only do we do, like I said, no license fee and all the updates will be for free, but the biggest thing is like the cross synergy of like, you know, you get an app right now that's synergy across mental health, autism, language, and social skills. And there's not many apps out there that can do all that all at once. And plus we just started, you know, so I didn't want to make it where, Hey, it's $5 a, a DLC. And then three years down the load, a very new SOP comes out and says, Hey, I've heard about this app. I'm gonna get it. And they need $200 worth of DLC updates, downloadable content updates just to get to on par with everyone else. And I don't think that's fair. So um, it's one of the, it's, it's great. You know, all of the modules and everything are, are, are in front of professionals. Like I said, we're getting our stuff evidence and research based with the curriculum. And there's not many people out there, especially doing something with augmented reality. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, once I say all that and everything, the price point now justifies itself, um, which is, which is pretty good. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I think that, you know, this technology is so brand new and like anything else with technology, the newer it is, the more expensive it is. So totally. and I also think it's just, it's, it's really innovative and I really, um, I'm excited about what you guys are doing. And thank you very much. I, I use your app. I use the merge cube and I really like it, especially because the novelty of it, people are like, what is this? Oh my gosh. It, you know, exactly. And you know, it, it goes back to your question before about, you know, VR, you know, headsets and, you know, headsets, I mean, some stuff out there, a lot of stuff out there is just fantastic, but, you know, it's hard to put a headset on a child, but it's also for you as the professional to do your job. This one, you put the cube in front of a phone, you're working in like five seconds. There is no tech savvy. You don't have to connect it to a PC, whatever. It works off the phone in your back pocket. And so it's one of those things like it's, it's built for the consumer, consumer level. Yes, absolutely. Also thinking about virtual reality in that context. And one of my concerns is that children with autism 
not understanding, you know, this alternate world. Um, you know, it's very kind of an abstract concept, right? Like I put these goggles on and I'm in a different place. Right. Um, right. And I think that, you know, we have to be careful about that specific thing. And that's why, you know, obviously the augmented reality kind of fixes that because it's, it's partial, it's part, part reality. Yeah. You know, and people ask me that too, of just like, you know, when you first introduce the the product into it with a child, you're going to have that maybe a, could be a couple minutes or it could be a whole fir- first session where the child is just, their mind's blown because mm-hmm. I'm like, you've, I mean, I remember when I see it myself, I'm just like, yes. there's, there, I'm holding something in my hand, manipulating it and something crazy is going on. So very, very exciting on, on that round. So yeah, you do have that where VR just totally immerses you where you're not even in this world anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so it does, for on a professional standpoint, you can kind of, you can still get to your, your job and everything really fast because once the child is off of the, like, hey, I'm holding something in the, but you know, I'm in my living room, in the classroom and whatnot, um, it moves off faster than virtual reality when they're like immersed completely fully and, and you, you don't even know where the next point is. You're like, you know, can you come out of it? Can you talk? Or is like, no, they're stuck in sci-fi land or whatever. Yeah, no, I've done virtual reality and you definitely are very disconnected from what's going on in your actual reality uh, because totally. you're so immersed. And it's, you know, I think that's one of the things that's cool about it, but it's also something that, you know, like I had mentioned, I think we have to just be cognizant of. Yeah, totally. And that's why, you know, with this app too, it's just like, it's the perfect piece. Cause like it, it, it gets two people down, the professional, the parent, the whatever with the child. And it's a talking piece, which that's the main thing we want them to do is talk. And that's the end game. And that's why, you know, like I said, with all the modules that synergizes across the board and we're just seeing positive, great results from it. Absolutely. Can you tell us what, what kind of updates you might have for your app? Totally. Totally. Well, um, the first thing I'm going to do a a reverse plug for you, um, (laughs) go to your website because you have an awesome, awesome AAC. When, uh, Rachel was in my booth at the Asha convention and her cards sold out. I think I was actually texting (laughs) when I had a chance. I'm like, you need to bring more cards out. They sold out. They're gone. I'll I'll let you go ahead. Oh, you know, he's referencing, I had an autism starter pack uh, for clinicians and it's just, you know, some resources that I find very helpful when you're starting uh, with kids who have limited language with autism. So that is what he's referencing. There's a communication board in there, which is really nice. Um, A token board, uh, you know, some other cue cards. So that was a, they were flying like hotcakes at Asha. Yeah, they were, but it brought up a very, very good point, Rachel, of just like, you know, that could be a future update as well. Obviously, I'm not going to release anything unless it, it works, where like it works in Rachel's hands. We can have some research based on it too. But that's an example of one. The biggest update I've got, which all the way that came from a request from Autism Speaks, is like kind of like an emotion scrubber, where you could go up to every one of the emotions on my cube and say, hey, I'm going up to anger. Like, how angry are you? Are you level one pouting or are you level five? I'm going to slam the door in front of mom angry. Um, which is amazing. Um, it, it not only do you can, you can just give the cube to the child, but like, you know, pick an emotion that you feel right now, like I said, anger, and then they go straight to level five. Like, I'm going to slam the door in front of an adult anger, and you would not see that from their face, you know, whatever. So it's like almost like emotional communication type of thing. So that's Absol- the biggest one I'm working on right now. Absolutely. I mean, there's so many variants of a single emotion, and those nuances are so hard to teach. But I love the idea of being able to, you know, not only identify a different variant, you know, I'm kind of feeling a little angry or Mm -hmm. extremely angry, um, but also being able to kind of uh, help kids identify that with animation um, from the app. I think that would be really cool. So I love that. 
Yeah, totally. So that's like, that's the biggest update I'm going to roll on first. Um, I have literally two pages front and back of a lot of stuff. So what I'm doing right now is, like I said, the app just got recently, you know, research and evidence based, And, you know, especially in your area, that's very, very big and important, which I highly, highly respect. Um, yeah. So with that, you know, we're starting to make sales or whatever. But the biggest thing I'm trying to do is talking to you guys, the users of just like, what's missing? What do you need? Or if anything, get the feedback. Because through that feedback, I'm able to further improve the app and give maybe for there's some actions that are missing. Um, and you know, maybe then we do another tier of, of just actions alone. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's great. Um, so I think we're, we're going to be wrapping up, but Kevin, where can people find you on social media or your website? Tell us. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I'm all over the place. Um, <laughs> um I really do need to make a color black page. I've just been ex extremely busy, but you can always follow me at www.colorblackmoment.com. Um, uh, moment is the name of my product. Um, my main website is color black, www.colorblack.tv, uh, which is a whole nother post-production thing, but we won't talk about that. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, Twitter, you can get me at, uh, El Chaka, E-L underscore C-H-A-K-K-K-A. Um, I'm doing a lot of my business stuff through there. Um, but you can find me on other social media platforms as well, but please follow the website. I just recently uploaded, um, all my research data and all our curriculum and activities data there as well. And I'm, I'll be uploading it, uh, and updating it constantly. Perfect. Yeah. And we'll have all those in the, the show notes so people can, can find you very easily. Awesome. Kevin, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you very much, Rachel. Absolutely. If you guys haven't done so already, be sure to subscribe. You can go to tech.speechlines.org. Find us on iTunes. And if you're there, leave us a review. Tell us what you think. Thanks again, Kevin. I, uh, I hope to hear about some more of your updates soon. Definitely. Definitely. Thank you, Rachel. You take care. So there's one question that we ask all of our, our guests, Kevin, and that is what's the last app you downloaded? Cool. Well, the last app I downloaded was, it's called Game Dev Tycoon. It's, <laughs> it's actually, yeah, it's, well, it's completely random. It's by, hold on, I'm even launching it right now. It's $4.99 by Greenheart Games. And it's so funny because it's, it's like a game where you sit there and you build your own like little video game company. So it's kind of ironic, but it's, a ton of fun you totally get your max value out of five dollars and you can sit up literally playing like two straight hours playing this one little game on your iphone so yeah I, that is the last that's the last one i played and i'll probably play it a good couple more times even though i beat it the first time i played it so all right well yeah. that's that that gives us a little insight into what you're doing in your downtime yeah <laughs> what, what you're doing you know full-time job developing apps what you're doing in your downtime fictitiously developing apps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's, some, there's common trends here. That is totally, totally T to T. That's great. Awesome. Yeah. All right, Kevin. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, if you haven't already, guys, go to tech.speechscience.org, ask a question, find us on iTunes, leave us a review, be sure to subscribe. Um, we're so excited to have you here, Kevin. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank you much, very much, Rachel. You take care. You too.